Hello, friends, and welcome to the Moonlit Mind podcast. I am your host, Anna, and I just wanted to take a moment to welcome you to this space, to this conversation for the new moon in Cancer that will be happening on July 17th, and we are beginning a whole lunar cycle with this new moon, as all new moons are. Um, We had that full moon in Capricorn just a few weeks ago. You can go back and listen to that recording on my previous episode. Um, And now we are having that new moon coming into uh, the opposing sign, Capricorn's opposing sign of Cancer. And we have been in Cancer season for a few weeks now. Um, And we will be staying in cancer season for a little while longer, uh, especially for this new moon, the sun being in cancer and the moon also being in cancer. So cancer season, I feel as a whole, is always a really emotional and deep time for many of us. Um, A lot of emotional energy can be coming up for us around, you know, our families, our, you know, past, our traumas, um, kind of old buried uh, sensitivities and vulnerabilities, uh, just a lot of stuff uh, churning in the Cancerian waters of our emotional body. And, you know, it's not always the easiest time. Um, for many of us to go back to those emotions and really old uh, patterns and memories and, you know, really revisit the ancestral energy and the familial energy that's been really orchestrating a lot of our lives. So cancer season is definitely um, a deep one. It's you know, sensitive, it brings up a lot um, around the heart space, you know, and a lot of us carry many wounds in regards to our heart space and really touching in on those wounds can be challenging, you know, and I speak from personal experience. I find for myself, um, it's really helpful to help um, help that process by, you know, being witnessed by another, you know, person, whether that's in a therapeutic setting, um, a body work session, a friend witnessing you in that experience. There's just something that, you know, is really healing, especially if our wounds have been in regards to our relationships. And yes, you know, spirituality and the spiritual path is so gung-ho about, you know, do the inner work, face yourself, like do the, you know, deep diving, like relational work within yourself. And like, it's very isolating. Like, I don't know, I guess I'm just really wondering and beginning to question like, okay, yes, it all begins within ourselves. But we, we do have our relational world and, you know, as children, as, you know, younger parts of our development, we, we were in a relationship with parents, with siblings, um, you know, we learn through relationships. So 
you know, I understand the healing and reparenting the self, but at the same time, I feel like there's such another aspect that we're missing in terms of healing in relationship with others. You know, there is that quote, and I don't know who speaks it, but, you know, it's about how if we're wounded in relationship, we must heal in relationship. Um, so, you know, of course, everything is relationship. You know, we have our relationship with ourselves, but at the same time, if we, you know, there's just some powerful component that I feel sometimes for myself is missing when, um, I'm just witnessing my experience. It's a lot more healing sometimes for me to, you know, go and, get some therapeutic body work to go and, you know, get a craniosacral session and to have just a totally neutral third party witness, um, observer, you know, to just hold that safe space for me and, you know, allow those emotions to come up in a really safe way. So I just feel for myself, that's, you know, it's not always an isolating healing journey. And I don't even know if that's always the most helpful thing um, to be so cut off from, you know, our relational uh, selves, because, you know, we are human. And that's kind of what we came here to do and to experience is relationships. So Anyways, that was a long rant, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just kind of remi- reminded myself and remembered through, you know, a really lived and embodied experience of receiving craniosacral a few days ago when I had been moving through a lot of triggers and activations around Um, the mother wound um, around really just a deep, deep sense of rejection, Um, a deep sense of, you know, I am not loved unconditionally and love was, was taught with conditions. And, you know, I know, I know that in my logical mind, that's based on how our own parents, you know, love themselves and, you know, were taught to love themselves. Like, you know, it all makes sense logically, but those wounds, those deep child, you know, sensitivities and feelings of rejection, because, you know, when our parents reject some aspect of their, of our experience, children kind of only have a way of filtering that through, and, you know, they perceive it as a rejection of them and that there is something wrong with who and what they are. So yeah, I just, you know, I had my 32nd birthday and um yeah, I'm a cancer sun, a cancer rising and definitely a lot of wounds um, you know, in regards to my family were popping up, you know, parental and sibling and it just goes back to this really core feeling that I am so different in in like a soul level, not in like a conditioned level, because on a conditioned level, I'm not really that different than my than my family. And those are the patterns that have really um, been challenging for me to liberate myself from. Um, 
But like on a soul level, I feel drastically different than my family born born in family. And, you know, I think that carries with it such a heavy weight when we don't feel like that part of ourselves is truly, you know, that really multifaceted self that, you know, we go into sometimes is really welcomed and understood. And yeah, just carrying that, that deep ache to, you know, feel that unconditional love, like in your family. I mean, that was always a deep desire of mine. And I think for so many of us, um, but, you know, I uh, just was diving into that wound in this craniosacral session and just feeling that deep pain of not being understood and um, this, you know, facilitator, this guide was able to energetically in a very gentle manner you know, I I was really tuning in and able to guide myself, but just little subtle cues that she gave were just enough of an invitation to um, release, you know, some grief and, you know, just kind of come back into that soul alignment and, you know, really to acknowledge that I am on a different journey than my family and like I said our conditioning is you know pretty much the same but as far as the choices that I've made um, like on the surface it looks very strange and very concerning to my family so that's been something I've really struggled with is, you know, really accepting that, you know, my family may never understand the choices on like a soul or like a self-healing level Um, in my choices in terms of, you know, how I choose to address physical illness or, you know, how I choose to... um, See my physical symptoms as, you know, so multi-layered, and you know maybe they 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 might say they they understand, but um, yeah, there's just not another level of um, deeper like soul regard for me being on my own journey and them being on their own journey as well. Um, yeah, so, you know, cancer season. <laughs> uh, we'll just segue back to this new moon, but I'm just speaking from experience that, um, yeah, there can be a lot of stuff around family. And, you know, I think our hearts hold so much space for, you know, I deeply love and care for my family. And at the same time, there's always been this deep ache around certain patterns that I've carried and continue to wrestle with and really um, deeply longing to um, be very 
you know, aligned with the soul path and not really having a guide for that in my family unit, um, but really stumbling along the way to find my own aligned soul path. So anyways, <laughs> so the new moon in Cancer, um, definitely going to be, I feel like, again, that really sensitive emotional energy. Um, you know, a lot of our intuition might be ramping up and, you know, a little bit louder, um, but we can definitely feel our emotions a little bit more on the surface with this new moon, I think, um, because, you know, this new moon is happening at, you know, the same time that the lunar nodes of the moon will be switching to the Aries and Libra axes. So this is the beginning of a huge, you know, new journey for the next 18 months and also an ending of a journey that we've been on for the last 18 months with the um, nodes in Scorpio and Taurus. So this shift is definitely significant and I feel we're definitely going to feel this energy um, you know, the past 18 months, Scorpio and Taurus have really been showing us collectively a lot of the deep um, subconscious patterning, the codependent patterning, the toxic patterning, the, um, you know, lack of boundaries, um, you know, addictions have definitely been, you know, given a spotlight in this energy um but also like that's the Scorpio south node so the Taurus north node has really been inviting us to you know resource ourselves to start to build the foundations and the resources that we need in order to feel um supported and you know, that self-value and self-worth um, work as well, I feel like is associated with the Taurus North Node, you know, really reclaiming our worthiness and our um, value with that energy. But the Aries-Libra switch um, on the 17th is definitely, you know, shifting the energy. Uh, Aries will be the North Node placement, and Libra will be the south node. So Aries as the north is where we're going. So Aries energy is really the invitation to, you know, be independent, to become more self-sufficient, to, you know, build our confidence, to go after what it is we really want. Um, it's the I am of the Zodiac, you know, it's our passion, it's our determination, it's our leadership, um, you know, really just stepping into um, that new frontier, you know, Aries energy is the energy of the new frontier. So, you know, what, it, it, what, is, it, what is it are we going after now? Um, I feel like many of us are starting brand new chapters here soon um, in the next few months and that Aries energy is really supportive of that and 
just building our confidence, our courage, our self-belief in order to step into that new chapter. And then the Libra South Node is all about releasing, um, you know, karmic uh, ties to our relational patterns, uh, codependent patterns, people-pleasing patterns, um, really just letting go of any outdated modes of relational patterning. So that's going to definitely be a process to, you know, really start to unwind those pretty deep, deeply patterned relational patterns for many of us. But it's definitely a good time for the next 18 months to you know, step into that new beginning and start to release any relationships that or relational patterns that are not supportive of this newer version of self that you're stepping into. So this new moon, um, same day that this shift will be happening with the lunar no- north uh, and south node, uh, but the nodes will also be squared to Pluto, which is in Capricorn, It went back into Capricorn for the next six months um, for a final review before it shifts back to Aquarius. Um, So the nodes will be squaring Pluto, uh, which definitely can, you know, bring a tension point between this new 18-month-long journey. Um, Pluto is, you know, it's a really, it's a hard energy. It can really make us feel um, a sense of powerlessness. But it really, you know, the invitation is always to feel that powerlessness and then, you know, really go to those deep, um, dark spaces within our psyche in order to reclaim our sense of power. And, you know, power in terms of not, like, fleeting, you know, power, like, oh, I'm, you know, making a lot of money right now, I'm doing really well at my job or, you know, I just bought a house. Like, I don't know. Those are just very mm, superficial layers of power. Um, Pluto is definitely about our deeper, like, soul power and feeling power on, like, knowing that we are divine beings and creator beings. So, yeah, this can definitely bring up some, you know, sore spots, um, some fears around our transformation journey. That's also Pluto. Um, The next 18 months, you know, it's going to be a transformational journey. And we're going to go through the highs and lows of the Aries Libra energy. So, you know, we can bring a lot of awareness to our fears around what it is we're stepping into and the relationships we're letting go of. And, you know, I'm just kind of (laughs) getting even more awareness around my own patterns as I'm speaking that because the journey that I'm taking in the next few months is a very, very Aries-infused journey. And a lot of the fears I have around that journey is definitely in regards to releasing some relationships or relational patterns um, that are really not even serving me or the other person, you know? And I think that can be hard to name those patterns because it doesn't mean we're, you know, 
rejecting that person or we don't want to be close or in connection with that person. It means, you know, hey, we're acting out and we've been acting out this really old relational story that is very disempowering for both of us. And we need to shift this. So yeah, I feel like this is definitely um, these Pluto energies. So um, the new moon will also be opposite um, Pluto and Capricorn. And again, you know, it's kind of another tension point, um, just bringing, you know, a lot of um, illumination, I think, to our inner fears, um, you know, our connection to our power, um, you know, really just reminding us that, you know, there are some things and structures that we need to surrender and let go of. Um, so we can, you know, move through this next um, rebirth and, you know, out of the darkness of the void, coming back into um, the light and the new beginning of the soul. So, yeah, those are kind of the main things that I wanted to speak about. Um, this, yeah, new moon in Cancer, you know, definitely just being aware of what's coming up for you, what's, you know, feeling really tender and a little bit more sensitive right now. And, you know, taking the time to retreat and to go into solitude is absolutely okay. It's, you know, necessary and a part of the process. Um, and also, you know, to not be afraid to, um, you know, call in those sacred spaces those therapeutic spaces where you can be witnessed in that relational setting in order to um, repattern that feeling of safety when, you know, you might be processing um, a relational or an attachment wound. So, yeah, I think I'm going to just leave it as that. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, cancer season, and then we'll be moving into Leo season here soon enough. That's always kind of in my mind, a fun switch. Um, I'm a double cancer, and I definitely get a lot of that cancer energy. So amidst cancer season, sometimes even for myself, it can be a lot. Um, yeah, and then that Venus retrograde in Leo will be coming up, and I'll speak a little bit more about that um, in the next episode or so. But yeah, just, you know, really... Um, Remember, you know, remember and a reminder to just be kind and really gentle with your heart and any wounds that might be surfacing right now. So, all right. Well, until next time, may your mind stay lit up by the felt knowings in your heart and may your heart remember how to expand in proportion to possibility and not limit limitation and may your soul be the illuminating path and guide that you always needed all right thanks so much and i'll talk to you all next time